Welcome to a special edition of Alamogordo Town News on KALH. I'm Anthony Lucero. Today we're going to be hearing from both Monica Davalos and Brianna Martinez. That's the two women running to be chair for the Democratic Party of Otero County. That is coming up right here on 95.1 FM, but as always, weather always comes first. A powerful storm will track across the southwest with additional heavy precipitation and strong winds. This storm will track into the plains and evolve into heavy rainfall and severe weather threats from the Ohio Valley into the mid-Mississippi Valley today into tomorrow. The next system is forecast to arrive in the Pacific Northwest later this week and into the weekend. That's bringing rain, wind, and snow. Closer to home, breezy to windy conditions through Sunday with cooler temperatures behind a cold front today. Light rain showers are possible. We'll have another look at the weather following this news, but first... I interviewed both Monica Davalos and Brianna Martinez, the two women running to be the chair for the Democratic Party of Otero County. I'm going to play a couple of segments for you. My first question was regarding the online mudslinging in recent months. I asked the ladies what they plan to do in order to unify the party. First... Monica Davalos. You know what? I really think it's time to uh, put the past in the past. We as a party need to start looking forward to 2024. And in order to do that, we need everyone involved to make that happen. So um, rehashing the past with personal vendettas is not going to accomplish our goal. Now, Brianna Martinez. Well, as I said with my interview with Chris, I can't really force people to unify, but I can lead by example. I can work with other people to the best of my ability if they allow me to, of course. Um, I can't force anybody to work with each other, but I can set, like I said, set an example and do what I can. But you can I, serve I, I just, as, a, as an inspiration. What would you do? I'm sorry? said you could serve as an inspiration, you know, doing uh, something early on to say, okay, this is the person we want to follow. What would you do? I, I think the most important thing to do is get to work. Um, just get to work. Let's do what we're supposed to do. Uh, there's no targeting. I'm not going to target people. I'm not going to do any of that. If, if that's what you're asking. No, no, no. I was asking what you were going to do to inspire people to know that you are a you are the new leader and this is the new direction. Well, right away, get to work. I do have a lot of plans um, that I'd like to do. Uh, start up uh, committees within the party to get out voter registration, uh, voter education. And just let, uh, let's kind of, you know, I don't want to talk about the infighting. I know it's a big problem, but I think what we can do is just move forward and look to the future more so than focus on what's happening here. I pointed out that the Democratic Party of Otero County has not been very cooperative or transparent under the current leadership. I pointed out to Ms. Martinez that Jeff Swanson hung up on me on the 1st of March as soon as I identified myself. As a matter of fact, when I reported it, Mr. Swanson posted my claim of him hanging up on me as vitriolic nonsense. So what will the Democratic Party of Otero County's relationship be with the press under your watch? So as far as the Jeff Swanson situation, because I don't like to let uh, misinformation go out there, he did have an unfortunate situation. He was at the vet with his dog. So that would be why he hung up on you. But I believe he had stated that publicly already. Not um, to me. And he was in the car. But go ahead. 
Yeah, in the car, driving to go get his dog. <laughs> hold it, hold it, hold it. Let's take a real quick trip in the Wayback Machine to check that, okay? Hello. Hello, Mr. Swanson. Anthony Lucero, KALH yes, Radio. How you doing? Okay, so... We're, we're, gonna, we're doing some other business today here. Thank you, sir. Now, anybody who knows me knows I'm an animal lover. I have four rescue dogs and a rescued parrot in my home. I have Animal Village NM and Kitty City on the air every week. KALH has even been live and remote at the mall for animal control adoption events. Had Swanson said he had to handle his dog, I probably would have responded with empathy. But the tape doesn't lie. Now, in all fairness... Mr. Swanson may have intended to say something about it, but didn't. If that's the case, I invite him to contact me. You have my number, and I will accept your apology. Ms. Martinez, please continue. But, um, as far as that, I think that, um, if people want to work with the press, then they can. If they don't want to, then they don't have to. But if you're asking as far as leadership goes, I think so long as, Everything is respectful and cordial that there is not a problem working with the press. And now for Ms. Davalos. Uh, well, I think you said it best. It has not been transparent um, for a long time. And so what I immediately started to do uh, when I was asked for to run for this position is I started reaching out to those communities and areas that were not being brought to the table and I'm happy to say that the Mescalero tribe has just endorsed me. Um, and I've also already been to Chaparral and have already start to help um, the people of Chaparral to understand how the ward system works. So I think there's much to be done and it's going to need to happen sooner than later, which I've already demonstrated. We have a lot more to share, some of which will be written on alamogordotownnews.com. And we intend on sharing both interviews in their entirety posted tomorrow on alamogordotownnews.com. There's going to be some roadblocks this morning. External roadblocks scheduled for Highway 70 and Highway 54 will go in effect at 7 a.m. and 8.20 a.m. for one hour each set. Highway 380 roadblocks will go in effect at 6.50 a.m. and 8.10 a.m. for one hour each set. For a brief time between the blocks, each highway will reopen. And remember, roadblocks are subject to change without notice due to the Missile Ranges testing plan. Well, today is Thursday. Let's check in with our good friend, Pastor Lauren Noble. Good morning, 95.1 listeners. This is Pastor Lauren with our Thursday morning thought. Many times we hear people say God will never give you more than you can handle. That is not biblical. No place in Scripture will you find that passage. Actually, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and verses 8 and 9, it tells us the opposite of that. It reads, for we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. But we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not only on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Obviously, the Apostle Paul was given more than he could handle and despaired of his life. What makes people think that it will be all roses and no thorns for us? Why, well, I have never despaired to the point that I thought I would die. There have been a few times that my thought towards life was, let me up, I have had enough, you are smothering me here. But those are the times that I, like the Apostle Paul, had to rely upon God because my own strength would not do. I did not have enough of my own strength to get through. Likely we all get to that point from time to time, and that's when we need to rely on God. Let me say a prayer for us. 
Lord, in those times that life seems overwhelming, help us to call upon you and rely upon your strength and not try to weather the storm all by ourselves so that we feel overwhelmed and just despaired and want to give up. Amen. If you need to contact me, you can do that at 575-921-6764 or stop by the Church of the Nazarene, 501 Higuera. We worship from 11 until noon on Sundays and we'd love to have you join us. Blessings to you. News from around the state in 60 seconds. This is Alamogordo Town News on KALH. I'm Anthony Lucero. Directory Plus is the right size book. It's the book if you need a phone book. That's what just one person has to say about Directory Plus. With its red cover, features, colorful yellow pages, and lots more, it's no wonder people all over use Directory Plus. It has so much more information. You can cross-check phone numbers or addresses or pretty much anything. Look on the plus side. Directory Plus. I'm a big fan of Directory Plus. Alamar Restaurant, 205 Central Avenue in Rosa. You know, if you're there for coffee at breakfast, you may be back for lunch or dinner. Mexican and American foods, breakfast foods, chicken fried steak, and burgers, including green chili cheeseburgers and those taco salads. Alamar Restaurant, 585-2129 for carryouts. Alamogordotownnews.com is a locally owned website featuring local news matters from a local perspective that affects you, and we bring it to you directly, plus local sports, cultural arts, and events. Online, alamogordotownnews.com. Owned and operated by Second Life Media. We are Otero County. Gabriel Holguin, a trustee with the City of Anthony, has requested the immediate resignation of Mayor Diana Murillo. We started there. It's been just negative. And, and I, when I saw the letter, I knew it was coming, you know, because he's just finding ways to, to get me out. Holguin claims the mayor has demonstrated on several occasions incompetence and a lack of desire to serve the people as well as the ability to effectively carry on the position to which she was elected. Holguin states that the most recent example is the mayor's recent acts of misconduct allowing the interim city manager's contract to expire twice. He also claimed that an amendment was extended to allow the current interim city manager to work half-time in the city of Anthony. Interim city manager Mario Juarez Infante was allowed to work part-time for Sunland Park. Hoguin went on to accuse Mayor Murillo of attempting to advertise the city manager position as a part-time position and a $110,000 salary, which supersedes the current city manager pay scale of seventy dollars to $85,000. Along with the city manager topic, Holguin claims that Murillo led the effort to hire an outside attorney to investigate false accusations made against Holguin himself. This hiring was never approved by the board. Right now, we have a reputation that the council is untouchable, um, such as the previous meeting. You know, even if we did have to remove someone from public audience, it doesn't take four police officers to remove someone. Holguin speaking with KVIA. I think that uh, for many people that are on the council, half of the council, um, they believe that... uh, you know, they have a leadership position and that's it, but they forget the fact that they represent uh, these people. Mario argues that all accusations are merely one person's opinion and she has no plans to leave office. Española police are trying to track down a wanted criminal, Jerome Naranjo, who was shot during a standoff with police back in November. During that incident, Naranjo was arrested but was inadvertently released a short time later. Now he's evidently back to no good. Española Chief Mizel Garcia spoke with KOB. He's had no regard for the safety of either any law enforcement officer or whoever is with him. Garcia says Naranjo has a long rap sheet. He's been in and out of jail in Rio Arriba County. But following the shooting, Naranjo was supposed to stay there. That message did not make its way to the jail staff. Here's what happened. Jail administration 
received release papers for Naranjo, and a supervisor even called to verify. So how did this happen? Well, Naranjo had several cases around this time, so while his release was getting revoked in one case, he was getting released on another, between district and magistrate court hearings. The worst part? Well, the Española police say Naranjo is back at it. only have at least four pending cases, felony cases, since his uh, inadvertent release. And now they're asking for help from the community to help track this guy down. We know that he will resort, uh, as it's been demonstrated with the last couple of contacts, that he will resort to violence. If you have any information, please contact the Española Police Department. Yesterday, Christine Schumann, the woman who admitted to hitting a 12-year-old boy with her car and then taking off, will serve jail time. Schumann took a plea deal as the victim and his family addressed the court with emotional testimony. One year ago, then 12-year-old Brandon Thompson had just left church in Portales when a car driven by Christine Schumann struck him. One year ago, Christine Schumann ran me over and let me die. And I had to start my life all over again. Due to my injury, I am retired, so special student services. Changing changes in my speech and physical state are present. I cannot participate in contact sports. I am struggling with anger, frustration, and sadness. Schumann was driving with her two young children in the car. She told police she turned around to discipline them when she swerved and hit Brandon. She explained that she fled the scene of the accident because she panicked. And then she drove home and covered up her car with a tarp. From not seeing what I hit and everything and how my kids reacted... I, I didn't know how to react in homeless, but like to save this place. Schumann was charged with leaving the scene of an accident involving injury, tampering with evidence, and careless driving. It was a bad mistake. I know I made a lot of bad choices that night. Folks, there's a huge difference between a mistake and a decision. I left the oven on is a mistake. I covered my car with a tarp because I may have just committed vehicular homicide that's a decision. The prosecutor pled with the judge to punish Schumann with time behind bars. For the sake of justice and the sake of the family, for the sake of the community, punishment in this case is warranted. And incarceration is the appropriate punishment. That's why we're asking for six months of incarceration. Schumann's attorney argued that jail time would only do more damage. Jail, this is not, she's going to lose her home, she's going to lose her children. Sir, I'm not convinced she deserves her children, as is evident by her actions. She's willing to drive away from someone she may have just killed. That is not a candidate for Mother of the Year. Before sentencing, Judge Donna Maurer addressed Brandon. You're a fighter. You're one of the strongest people I can say that I've ever met. Ah, that gives you goosebumps. Judge Maurer then spoke directly to Schumann. Your actions, Ms. Schumann, had consequences, as you can now see, not just on the Thompson and Lopez family, but on your own family as well. Schumann publicly apologized to Brandon. Brandon, I'm so sorry. I never intentionally hurt nobody. And Brandon responded with this. I just want to say, I you. Brandon is a bigger man than I. There is no way I would ever forgive someone for this. He does serve as an inspiration. Schumann was sentenced to the maximum under the plea deal of six months in jail. Under Schumann's plea agreement, she'll also need to take parenting courses and stay off drugs and alcohol. Brandon Thompson's family is asking for $12,000 in restitution to help cover his medical costs.
Sports and weather are coming up next. You're listening to Alamogordo Town News on KALH. I'm Anthony Lucero. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in New Mexico is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, they just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the New Mexico Activities Association and the New Mexico Athletic Directors Association. There are 32 games for New Mexico softball today. Feature games include Red Mountain at number 2 Piedra Vista and number 4 La Cueva at number 14 Robertson. Other games of interest include Santa Rosa at number 17 Estancia, Clovis at Portales, Hot Springs at Berlin, number 5 Volcano Vista at number 12 Alamogordo. Go Lady Tigers! Tularosa heads up to Bernalillo. Go Lady Cats! There are 38 games for New Mexico baseball today. Feature games include number 5 Carlsbad at number 1 Cleveland, number 2 La Cueva at Palisade, and number 14 Goddard at number 4 Rio Rancho. Other games of interest include Eunice at Texaco, Capitan at Santa Rosa, Lordsburg at Hot Springs, El Paso Leadership Academy East at Chaparral, Dexter at Hatch, Lovington at Redoso, and Tularosa heads to Roswell to face the New Mexico Military Institute. Go Wildcats! Your KLE spot on weather forecast for the Tularosa Basin today calls for partly sunny skies with a 30% chance of showers. Winds are going to be gusting as high as 32 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, winds gusting as high as 31. Sunny skies tomorrow, winds gusting as high as 25. Your high today in the basin, 64 with a low tonight of 38. High tomorrow, 59 degrees. In Cloudcroft, mostly sunny skies with a 60% chance of snow. New snow accumulation around an inch expected. Winds are going to be gusting as high as 44 miles per hour. Mostly clear skies tonight with winds gusting as high as 41. Mostly sunny tomorrow, winds gusting as high as 40. Your high today for Cloudcroft, 45. Wind chill will make it feel like it's 25. Low tonight of 25. Wind chill will make it feel like it's 15. High tomorrow, 39. Wind chill will make it feel like it's 15 degrees. Don't forget about your pets, pipes, and plants. And remember that local breaking news can be found on our website, alamogordotownnews.com, and learn more about KALH by visiting kalhradio.org. That concludes today's edition of Alamogordo Town News on KALH. I'm Anthony Lucero.